Welcome to Dating Revamped. I'm your host, Laura Nash. After my own struggles with dating, I now share insights that radically changed my relationship outcomes. Dating can be frustrating, but it doesn't have to be. Tired of repeating the same mistakes and wasting time in dead-end courtships? Well, this show is for you. I share stories on faith, dating pitfalls, life lessons, and I offer practical strategies to help you revamp your dating life so you can win in love. So get comfy and let's chat about new insights today. Hey, it's Laura. Welcome to the show where we overhaul and revamp the dating process so you can win in love. If this is your first time joining, welcome. Well, today I want to talk to you about living together or shacking up. But before we go into that, I want to tell you, I did get to spend time with my nieces and nephew uh, yesterday, and it was a blast. It was so incredible to see their interactions together, their stories about school, how they're handling bullies, and how they're even using biblical principles to deal with their daily challenges. It just made my heart melt. We had, we laughed, we had a great time, and my poor nephew who is turning 13 in January had to deal with his rambunctious 11-year-old sister and their 10-year-old niece who had been talking from the time I picked them up to the time I dropped them off. He's so laid back and I just, it was just, it tickled me to watch the differences in how they interacted with each other. I knew it would be a long and challenging day, but my goodness, I feel so fuzzy inside and I would not have changed it. I would not change it for the world. So back to living together. Now I know that living together is a very common thing today in our society. And full disclosure, it is something that I have done. I have cohabitated before in the past many, many years ago. And I knew after that relationship, it's not something that I would ever revisit. Recently, I came across an article in Psychology Today. It is entitled, Should You Move In Together? And the author was basically citing some findings from a from a study and he found that people 61% of people who decided to live together did so because they wanted to spend more time together another 18% cited financial reasons and others were was because they did not believe in the institution of marriage or that they wanted to put the relationship to a test they wanted to test things out now, I know as a woman, we have been created with a deep longing to to be desired and to feel cherished and valued. When you begin to live with someone, in my opinion, that is taken away from you because you place yourself in a situation where eventually you are going to be doing chores that are of wifely nature, whether it's cleaning, cooking, or or giving up your body for free, you in the long run are going to feel that you are not valued and that you are not cherished, that you are not chosen. And I know that in today's society, there are a lot of things pulling at you. You may be in a position where you're having a financial situation and you may begin to think that this is the best option. 
But as a woman of God, you have to remember that you are always representing the, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, both privately and publicly. So if you are having financial hardship or you're considering living with your boyfriend for another reason, know that that's a, that's a deception. It doesn't provide you, it will not provide you with what you think it will, uh, stability, long-term. There are short-term benefits for living with someone, and we can list a whole bunch of them. But in long-term, you will be unfulfilled, and you your self-esteem will be diminished, and you will not find lasting fulfillment in that type of relationship. But I believe if you are spirit-led, the decision to go and live with someone is going to be a no-brainer. Do these relationships last anyway, or do they work out anyway? I came across another study that said that uh, 60% of people who live together don't end up marrying each other because they either break up or continue to be in a long-term relationship without any commitment. And as a person of faith, I, and if you desire to be married, I believe that uh, living together is probably going to curtail those dreams for you or delay them significantly because living with someone is not necessarily a precursor for marriage to marriage or to walk down the aisle. And I also believe that if you are dating someone who is who want, who has your best interests at heart and whose heart is surrendered to the Lord, he's going to have two responses. Let's say you're having financial difficulties or you're bringing up another reason to date to to live together. He's probably going to come up with a couple or three good reasons for you not to do it. He either is going to walk away from you or give up the relationship because he's not prepared or he's going to ask you to be his wife or he may even offer other insights to help you navigate um, your situation so that you can be in a better place. But when you begin to ask God for direction and to help to ask him to show you which way to go, I believe he will honor your desire to honor him and not to compromise in this area. Recent, the reason I wanted to talk about this is because recently I came across a, a post online. It is a TV show. And basically there was this young woman that um, stood up and she wanted to live with her boyfriend for that she had been dating for seven, for seven years, I think. It was over five years, but I think it was seven. And the reason she cited is because she wanted to, they wanted to get to know each other better. Now, after seven years, if you don't know each other, what else are you going to learn? How are you going to learn more of each other by living together? And my heart went out to her only because I, I felt that part of her decision was based on what society was acceptable in society. And a big part of it was just because she's so naive. Now she was concerned about telling her minister father because she knew he would have nothing to do with it. So she was in a conundrum and asking for uh, advice. Of course, a lot of people told her to go for it. And then others said, don't do it. 
Now, one of the things I've learned and I tell women that I speak to all the time is to listen to the men in your life. I have five brothers and a gazillion male cousins that I've listened to over the years that I've had in-depth conversations with, and they have basically told me why they would address a certain woman one way and another woman a different way, what motivates them to commit to one type of woman and what motivates them not to. And they are sincere about their responses and they and you can, I've watched and observed their behavior with certain women and men are not, they are, they know what they want. As much as we women say that men don't know what they want, they know what they want. And if you begin to interview or listen and talk to and ask questions of the men around you, you will find that they have the answers for a lot of the things you may be pondering, or they may have the answer to demystify some of the myths that you may have about them. And I bring that to say because I came across a response to her from a man, from a man, and his response was basically on point, but it was just amazing like some of the backlash that he got from his response to her. But basically what he was doing was telling the truth. And again, that's why I brought up the point that it's so important to listen to the men in your life because they actually do know what they're talking about. And about her seven years of dating, I don't believe it takes that long to get to know someone. I think between six to six months to a year, you should have a good solid idea whether this person is worth continuing with or whether you should um, kick that person to the curb. And that is definitely one of the things that we, we tackle in my dating revamp program. And if you have not joined the uh, mailing list for that, I encourage you to go to launash.com. The link is in the bio of this podcast and subscribe to the list. You do not want to miss some of the things that we are going to learn and some of the new skills you, you'll gain for dating with intention and so that you can begin to re renovate the way you date and make better choices so that you can get the results you want without wasting time. So, I encourage you to sign up to the mailing list and you'll re receive information as to when the program is ready to be launched. So back to the guy's comment, this guy, he commented on there and this is what he, I'm going to leave this with you as a, as food for thought. This is what he responded to the young lady that wanted to move in with her boyfriend. This gentleman said, quote, this is a public comment, so I'm going to quote. He said, quote, in my single days, I shacked up and not marry any of them because they made it easy. They cooked, cleaned, did other stuff. When they brought up marriage, I would tell them why. We're getting along fine. Now my wife she didn't believe in all that. That's why she is my wife, end quote. Now to hear it from the horse's mouth, if that doesn't get you thinking, I don't know what will. 
But it was surprising to see how many of the women were lashing out at him. Some were calling him holier than thou. Some had other expletives for him to describe him. And although a lot of other women were agreeing with him, but most of the backlash was negative and it it surprised me. So again, I want to reinforce to you to begin to listen to the men in your circle, begin to listen to them, begin to get an understanding as to why they're choosing the women they're choosing and why they're not choosing the women you think they would be choosing, or more importantly, why they're not choosing you. And if you are considering this route, I really would, uh, would encourage you to reconsider your choices because as I said before, no matter what we try to change, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13 that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And no matter what we try to adapt to um, to keep up with the status quo, adapt what the culture has to, has to, has to offer us, it whatever starts, it, if it's not in order, in God's order, it will end in disorder. So ask the Lord for wisdom in this area of your life. And I'll re-quote it again for you. The gentleman wrote, quote, In my single days, I shacked up and not marry any of them because they made it easy. They cooked, cleaned, did other stuff. When they brought up marriage, I would tell them why. We get along fine. Now my wife, she didn't believe in all that. That's why she is my wife. End quote. Ladies, don't be deceived. It may seem convenient for now, and there may be short-term benefits for now, but in the long run, you will be unfulfilled and perhaps left heartbroken and disappointed. So be blessed if I don't come back again before Christmas. It is two days before Christmas, by the way. So I want to wish you right now a Merry Christmas. And I hope you have fun and enjoy your, your Christmas day with your family. I'll chat with you in the next episode. Bye-bye.